There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. And boy, do we have a conversation for you. And it's all about your dirty snack habits. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of Colleen and Bradley. As I said, it's Wednesday, January 19th. I'm Bradley Trainer. That is Ms. Colleen Lindstrom. Hello. And uh, I thought we should have a conversation, uh, the three of us. Feel free to join the conversation if you want. You can do that always, as always, on social media. Give us a jingle, jangle, jingle. But I wanted to share some info with you from a study uh, that I saw online. I was online earlier, and I saw this study, and I said, this is interesting, so let's talk about it. Um, Apparently, people got some weird snack habits, okay? So I don't even know where to begin, but I'm just going to tell you that this study uh, of 2004 U.S. residents suggests a number of things. But of the things that they suggest, one was that like two thirds, I think it's like 69 percent of people snack more uh, or I should say snack more than they eat meals. Does that make sense? Like snack more often or eat more snacks? So conducted by one poll on behalf of Lundberg Family Farms, which, by the way, they make a great, uh, they've got some great rice products that you'd be familiar with. Ooh, I do love their cakes. They have cakes? They're rice cakes. Oh, rice cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The survey, yeah, I was like, salty. there's cake? Where's just the cake? right amount of salt. The survey revealed that 69% of people conduct, uh, surveyed prefer snacking throughout the day instead of eating full meals. That's okay. Uh, almost two-thirds of people. Wait, no, that's more than two-thirds of people. Almost three-quarters of, of Americans snack than eat meals. Okay, you're missing out on some joy. I mean, I also agree with you, but isn't that weird? Like most people aren't eating meals. They're just snacking all day. What is this world? Okay. Can I tell you? Okay. I am not a scientist. I did not take part in this study. Well, I'm but really anecdotally because I showed up thinking you were going to have some actual science. <laughs> no, but anecdotally, I will tell you it is, it is fascinating to me how many people I know who say I don't cook. And I'm like, I don't understand the words you're saying. Are these people adults, Colleen? Yes, grown adults who are like, yeah, I don't cook. Which means they don't put meals together, which means they're either snacking, like, you know, or eating like ready made stuff, 
or eating out all the time. And I that that's why I think probably that's in my rudimentary again anecdotal observation. I wonder if that's not one reason why there's a large amount of people who snack throughout the days because they don't literally don't know how to cook. Yeah, I mean, it very well could be. I will say I'm not quite sure what constitutes snacking versus meals. Uh, it could be that you're just eating your meals slowly throughout the day, right? But when we go back to the um, other stats that we learned in this study, I wanted to share some of these other things with you because there was one that I don't understand, like the actual words. Um, you know, there's some things that are obvious, like people hide their snacks, um, 34% keep their secret stash in a closet, 36 uh, keep them on top of cabinets, right? Like, so those are kind of like the sort of obvious ones, mm-hmm. but there was there's another one in here and I, now I have to look it up because it said the most bizarre thing to add more flavor to their treats. Again, this is a study about snacking. 39% of people incorporate cheese or maple into their treats maple and others cheese i'm confused by maple i know right 35 percent enhance natural flavors of their snacks by roasting citrus or adding salt to fruit roasting citrus like over an open flame like i've heard of like you put you know salt on watermelon right or like melon in general oh i put salt on apples sometimes mmm it keeps them from getting brown. You put salt on apples? Mm-hmm. Like if I slice up an apple and put it in a baggie, I throw some salt in there because then it doesn't get brown and it's nice and salty and sweet. Try it. I bet you'd love it, Bradley, because you are a salt lover. Yeah. I don't want salt on my fruit. Oh, it's good. Anyway, well, apparently you're one of the 35% who are salting their fruit, and uh, a bunch of other of you are also roasting your citrus. I don't understand what these words mean. How do you roast citrus? You just stick well, it in the oven? I'm confused by that, too. I'm going to Google it right now. <laughs> I would imagine. Um, yeah, I would imagine you do. Apparently, again, of the things that people talked about with their snack habits, uh, the thing I found most shocking was that, again, 69% of people said that they do not eat full meals they just snack throughout the day like i just imagine like it's just a a nation of birds like people just walking by the pantry and grabbing a handful of something i will say that actually might have something i wonder if that has something to do with the pandemic we've all been living through where people have been spending a lot more time at home wherein you can just walk through the kitchen and grab a handful of something in a way that you can't per se when you're out and about in the world i don't know um, I wanted to tell you that there's multiple recipes for roasted citrus. Yeah, well, apparently fully one third of people are roasting their damn citrus. Including slow roasted whole lemons in the Washington Post and a roasted citrus with crunchy three seed something or another. I, I just I didn't know this was a thing. I'm just going to eat the orange. Brittle. I don't need to roast my citrus i don't want to wait for it you know of, i need it now i need it now <laughs> holly do you roast your citrus or do you put maple on your snacks to enhance them <laughs> i i will say that i have practiced neither things in my snacking but there is nothing like the joy of having at least one nice meal sometime during the day to sit down you know and if you're lucky enough to have the time to do it 
Highly recommend it. Yeah, I'd, I'm mm. just curious how it looks like. If somebody out there does not eat full meals, I'm curious like how you eat throughout the day. Um, I also wanted to, there's a whole section on sacrifices in this study about people's snacking habits, um, specifically uh, a clump of Americans. A lot of these studies sometimes will come out of like Great Britain or somewhere else, and you're like, I don't even know what that means. But in this case, it was 2,000 plus Americans were surveyed about their snack habits, specifically about their sacrifices, which is a cute. What is this? What's a sacrifice? Well, apparently, Americans believe that eating healthy during the day gives them permission to then overindulge in unhealthy food at night. So, like, hmm. oh, I've been good all day. I I have sacrificed throughout the day so mm-hmm. then i will indulge my snacks in the evening hmm is that something you engage no because i feel like if you if you throw the towel in at night well then like the whole day got wasted yeah although i will <laughs> say like um snack foods speak to me in the evening in a way that they don't during the day like i can be distracted by the world around me Badly. right Bradley. I know. See, like, I can avoid you because I got stuff to do during the day. But when I'm, like, walking through the house one last time to uh, let the dog out and then get, you know, close up the house before I go to bed, that pantry is like, hey, I'm in here. Well, and, and you I'm think real tasty. I also think that you think, not you, but people, we all sort of fool ourselves into thinking, like, if you nibble on it, it doesn't count. <laughs> if you like if I it, just take mean? a hand, if I just take a handful of it, it's not like a serving. Yeah, but if you had thirty handfuls, then you fully failed Don't that experiment. Don't bring math into this. <laughs> no. uh, can I? Can I read a couple of tweets we got? We got this one from Panda, who shared a video of her snack drawers in her desk. Ooh. She said, "If my work snacks are any indication, Holy I guess crud. I do snack more than eating regular meals." Oh my god, the amount of chips this woman has. I am highly jealous. Nicely like folded over with a clothespin on the top and then lots of cheeses. Ooh. And then Kate said, I'm a mama of four. I haven't sat down for a meal in three hundred seventy-three thousand six hundred forty-nine years. I hear that. Uh okay, so I just need to go back to Panda who has Spicy dill pickle potato chips and also everything bagel kettle cooked lays. I did not know that was a thing. Did you? No. We do now. I feel like this needs to be a future cheat day Friday experience. Right? Everything bagel kettle cooked chips. Yes. Where do we even get those? I don't know. Can we dip them in cream cheese when yes. we eat them? Oh my god. I don't know why. God. I don't know why Panda isn't our like unofficial cheat day broker well i mean she like, can be <laughs> she, panda you should be giving like, us all of our hey, cheat day options because you know things we don't know we'll pay you in snacks snacks although mm-hmm. we want her to pay us with snacks fyi um presumably we would like those everything bagel chips or at least where you found them it does say with cream cheese flavoring maybe okay i'm curious i'm trying to read the package off the still frame of her video all right thank you for indulging our snack versation (laughs) see what i did there when we come back we have to get the cobra gang together why because britney spears dad 
is a hot mess. This is the story we should be talking about. And oh, look, we will when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. Years through her attorney is very, very busy filing paperwork. And we're about to tell you about some more in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley show as we uh, fumble our way through the third hour of Wednesday's shoe. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And Holly, let's fire up the Cobra Gang time machine, although we're not going anywhere. But you know what I mean. We're doing this thing with the Cobra Gang and the Britney and the thing. And the... Whenever there's trouble, we'll double double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Gang. That was delightful. Here we are, yet again, talking about Britney Spears. It's like we've been here before. It's deja vu and vuja day, all at the same time. In other Britney news, I know we talked about her in the beginning of the show today. While uh, the ladies, that is Britney and Jamie Lynn, have been fighting tooth and nail in public, we should all be over here looking at what her daddy was doing. That is sucking money out of his daughter's pocket for as I'm going to tell you, some of the most ridiculous things. So this story came... Were you going to say something? I was just going to say, I bet that Jamie Spears is just in the corner being like, excellent girls, keep fighting. Yeah, keep fighting. <laughs> nobody's paying attention to this. I like watching my daughters fight. Yeah. That's also mm-hmm. creepy. Uh, anyway, Britney Spears, um, through her attorneys, is filing paperwork. So I know she's fighting with her sister and all that stuff, but... This attorney of hers, Matthew Rosengart, has been busy. You'll remember, of course, he's already sent a cease and desist letter to Jamie Lynn, which I don't even think we got to talk about, um, about her book tour. But he has also filed legal documents claiming that her daddy, Jamie Spears, has, quote, as we've heard before, engaged in self-dealing, financial and business mismanagement, engaged in abusive and bullying conduct toward his daughter, deprived his daughter of fundamental civil liberties, and that is just the beginning. So, none of this should surprise us, but I am happy to see, and I imagine you guys are too, that um, the law is pursuing, pursuing Jamie Spears, that just because the conservatorship has ended and his role as conservator has ended does not mean that his responsibility has uh, uh, ended. Been absolved. Or been absolved for all of the years that he was in control of this conservatorship. And right at the outset, when the conservatorship was dissolved, we heard Matthew Rosengart basically say, like, he's going to have to answer for some stuff. But then we heard... Not much since. And maybe it is because we've been focusing all of our energies and attention on Brittany twirling in her foyer and fighting with her sister. But there are some, a lot of like dangling ends that we've heard bits and bites of. And it sounds like they're the, what is it? The chicken is coming home to roost or the roosters. Yeah. Dangling bits and uh, pieces and chicken parts, uh, frankly. And that's actually appropriate because according to these legal documents, Jamie Spears got $6 million at least over the 13 plus years of that conservatorship. I would imagine there was a lot of like funny money that just never saw the light of day, but Mm -hmm. $6 million is a part of these legal documents. But one of the things that I found particularly um, interesting, pop, pop, that popcorn and and, uh, crunch, crunch, Rosengart claims, that is, Britney's attorney claims, that some of that $6 million was used by her daddy, 
Jamie Spears to pitch a show for himself. And that show is called Cookin' Cruisin' and Chaos. Jeez. Oh, what? Like on HGTV or like the Food Network or something? I guess so. The The documents claim that um, to sell the show, Jamie converted one of the tour buses into a food truck. And I Mm-mm. feel like we've seen like his weird... What was that? Like he was sitting at a table wearing a cap with some... Like... He had some truck... I'm now Googling it oh, to see. Oh, the Monster Energy Oh, no. Truck? It actually, no. You'll remember this. If we go all the way back to when the conservatorship was, you know, when we were fighting to end, when we, when we were mm-hmm. fighting to end the conservatorship. So busy. So, we busy. so busy. How did we do it all? Very, very deep in, in the legal process. No, but uh, at the time that, remember, Jamie Spears seemed to be, like, nowhere. Like he when was living all in of, a van down by the river. He was living in a van, but actually he was living in an old... Uh, I don't even know what you want to call it. It was like this trailer and the trailer, he was sitting in the trailer and there was a table with the monster energy drink. <gasps> yeah, that's right. But it also, the, the trailer is wrapped with the brand Cookin', Cruisin' and Chaos. So this show pitch story that her attorney is telling was clearly a real thing. I'm just saying where there's smoke, there's fire. And more shall be revealed from Jamie Spears. Mm, And it's in the food truck. The fire's in the food truck. Yeah, exactly. Look for that on the Food Network this fall. When we come back, dumb people doing dumb thing. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things a lot. Thankfully, or we'd be out of a job here on the Colin Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything. We got an app, which is full of fun stuff. So go check it out wherever you get your apps. And we got listener rewards. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in a state we call Florida. And sometimes other places. Like? Garden City, Michigan. Oh, Michigan. What's going on in Michigan? Oh. Well, there's a guy named Ali or Ali Hussein Farhat who's gotten himself into some trouble Mm. um, because he did something real dumb. So first of all, he did something garden variety dumb and then it got dumber. Um, So on December 31st, New Year's Eve, uh, Ali Hussein Farhat found himself robbing a chase bank. Uh, He gave a note to the teller. He said, this is a robbery. He told the teller to put large bills in a bag uh, very quickly and to not say anything. Uh, The note also said that people would die if the teller did not comply. He also said that he had a weapon. I think that's pronounced weapon. weapon. Um, But one was never seen by the people in the bank. And then he was able to... um, get out and get away in a car. Now, there was surveillance video that showed him getting into a 2009 Chevrolet Avalanche. Okay, so that's the 
garden variety, crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Guy robs a bank and gets away with it. Okay. For now. Because the real crazy, stupid idiot part is how he got caught. Remember I told you he got into a 2009 Chevrolet Avalanche? Yeah. Well, the surveillance video also was able to show its license plate number and all of the information about said vehicle. And uh, detectives found that very avalanche for sale on social media just a few days after the robbery. So they arranged to meet the owner of said vehicle for a test drive. Weird. And guess what? Well, they arrested him. They arrested him because he was there waiting at the gas station for the test drive and they were able to immediately determine that indeed that was the person who robbed the bank who was trying to sell his car the, his getaway car on social media oh god and they arrested him people just i mean maybe wait a week you know or like a month? Yeah, or like i don't know do what other crazy stupid idiots do and like take a cab or something yeah maybe or yeah come on do better crazy stupid idiot be done better now that was in what were you gonna say michigan michigan okay so we're gonna go from michigan to the east coast of the united states in a little state i like to call massachusetts some people like to pronounce it massachusetts i don't know why but i'm just gonna do the massachusetts because i think that's um how i pronounce it so there I would like to take you to Mystic Lake. Doesn't that sound fun? Oh, not the casino? The casino not okay. the casino. They have an actual lake named Mystic. And police were called to a home on Mystic Lake Drive, which is near the lake named Mystic, where a homeowner reported arriving home. Now, this is terrifying. Imagine, if you will, you arrive home with your kids and you find your kitchen window open. Okay, that's odd. What has happened? Who opened the kitchen window, Right. Yeah, and did somebody get in the house? I know. That would be, you know, all the other questions you're asking yourself after you see the open window. Well, as she uh, looked at the window, well, she looked at the window when she got home and saw that it was open and then looked through the window. And it was when she looked through the window, she saw a man. And Mm. that man was seen walking through the yard. Now, that's creepy, right? Yeah, that's super creepy. Did he just rob my house? I don't know. What's going on? So she did what any good person would do in that situation called 911 and said hey i think somebody just broke into my house and oh by the way she noticed that after he walked through her yard he walked over to and got inside of a u-haul truck parked on the street Hmm. right so he uh toodles off in his u-haul as she's waiting for police to respond well Officers saw that U-Haul on another local street and began following the vehicle. The vehicle soon stopped on one street, and uh, somebody got out, and uh, then the car uh, stopped again, and another person got out and fled on foot. Well, okay, so basically they tried to make a getaway, realized probably that the cops were on their tail, and decided to flee. That's not particularly unusual. We've heard these stories before. It's where the person tried to hide that earned this story crazy, stupid, idiot status. Hmm. Okay. Where they decided to hide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did they run to 
a downtown storefront and pretend to be a mannequin in the window. Oh, that's a good one. No, I've never, I don't think we've ever heard that before, but that would be a good, I mean, if you're on the run, pretend, just stop and freeze, right? Actually, we have had somebody who tried to pretend they were a statue. Did they? Okay. To be fair. Okay, well, it didn't um, work. that is not the case in this particular story. Instead, what happened was, first of all, remember I told you a woman got out and ran away? Well, they caught up with the woman quickly and arrested her. But they had to continue to search for the guy, the guy that that woman saw walking through her yard, blah, blah, blah. He decided to, like, he's like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to run over here where they will never find me. I am going to run onto this lake. Mystic Lake? Yeah. Only one problem. Actually, it was a river. It's a river that goes into the lake, whatever, but it's a river. Only one problem with the ice on that river. Was not frozen. It was not frozen ice. So, he went through the ice into the river and then um, got Made it easy to find him. Yeah. So, in fact, he had to be rescued and, uh, you know, he was fine, but ultimately he was pulled out of the water and then uh, lugged off to jail. Through a subsequent investigation, police did learn that not only had he gone into that woman's house, but he had also stolen that U-Haul truck. They found a bag of property. Uh, from Oof. breaking and entering uh, from numerous homes, and including the one that the woman uh, saw when she, you know, with the open window. So they arrested him, and he will no longer be doing those criminally things. Mm, be I, careful when you get on a frozen river. Yeah, you got to be careful, man. I, I'm yeah. sorry, but I know there are all these people who are like, ah, go out on the river, and they actually got you know they got a highway on a on a lake. What? Yeah. They got a temporary highway that they snowplow every, not every year, but I think it was just opened again this year for the first time in two years, way, way up north to connect that tiny little piece of Minnesota that's stuck onto Canada. Yeah. It's only, you can only usually get there by driving a long way around on land or taking a boat. Well, this time of year, there's so much ice that they actually create a road. Oh my gosh. On the water. Yeah. But you would huh. not find me driving to the uh, that faraway place. I forget what it's called now. No, I'm taking the long way around. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. I'll go into Canada and come back. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going on the frozen lake. What? Um, where are we going next? Well, it's interesting. We're going to Canada, speaking oh. of. And um, this actually takes place on a frozen river as well, Bradley. Oh, look at that. Yeah, but this one was really frozen, and this happened on Sunday. Well, okay, I spoke too soon. So a woman uh, near Ottawa decided that she wanted to have an adventure, and so she drove her little sports car onto the frozen river, and then she used it as the Autobahn and sped down it. There's a video from Twitter of somebody who lives in the neighborhood or on the river where she was driving and you can see her little yellow car just go like super fast by um but she was flying around in her little yellow car but it didn't end well because eventually she hit a thin spot on the ice and then her car broke through the ice so now her little yellow car that she was speeding on the river in is now through the ice and is sinking in the freezing oh my God, water terrifying Super scary, but guess what? She did not seem to be scared, and she knew that this was going to be 
um, a story for social media. So she got out of the car and climbed on top of it while her car sunk. She got her stuff out of the car and put it in a bag and she got up on the roof of the car and she started taking selfies. Luckily, selfies. Yes, she was taking selfies as the car car is is sinking. And the good news is there was somebody nearby. In fact, there were a few kayakers in the area who like hopped in the kayak and paddled on over and she jumped in and they saved her life. The car is gone um, and everyone's fine. And apparently she said when this was all said and done that it was really fun and she would totally do it again. Oh, my God. I'm now watching video of her tearing across this. Yes. Like, that's terrifying. Oof. And she is now, lest you think, like, she just did a dumb thing and, like, it ended poorly and that was her, you know, consequence for being an idiot. No, she's actually facing charges for dangerous operation of a motor vehicle. She could actually lose her license. I mean, and probably should for a period of time. That's right? kind of really unsafe. Well, she got super lucky. She got super, super lucky. Oh, my God. I know. Um, anyway, don't do it. Please don't do it. And also, it's called the Northwest Angle. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Northwest Angle Ice Road is 22 miles of ice road cut across Mm-mm. Frozen Lake of the Woods. Nope. Can you imagine 22 miles being out in the middle of a lake? I'm sorry, nope, that no scares thanks. me. Bye. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no can do. I'm not an ice driver. No thanks. No. Mm-hmm. I'm not an ice walker, much less no. ice driver. I would be mm-hmm. like crawling across the ice with floaties on. Okay, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show <laughs> from Crazy Stupid Idiots 2, a game we love to play each and every day, we call it the Throwback... Live at 2.45, right here on My Talk 1071.